0: Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hello. <laughs> We're both guys. We're both ready. It's the guys on film housekeeping spectacular. Housekeeping! Housekeeping! Yeah, that's more
1: like it. Oh.
2: Housekeeping.
0: What have we got lined up today, Ollie? Well, I
1: don't know, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, basically what it is, this... Ian, the, uh, the podcast has entered into drinking arena in the USA. So it is now 21.
0: Yeah, that's 21X episodes.
1: 21 episodes worth of us talking about stuff.
0: Would you call turning 21 in America entering the drinking arena? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I have just called it.
0: Ah, uh, uh, child, you are yet to enter the drinking arena.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, that's uh, that okay. is what I... That is what I'd call it. Yeah, and I guess we're just going to maybe have a little bit of a chat, go back through some of the previous sodes, if there's anything we missed, anything we want to talk about again. <laughs> I guess that sort of just have a general chat around everything.
0: The the reason I chucked this one out, uh, because, I mean, some of my ideas are the best, and this one, which was essentially, I don't have any ideas what did we have from the past that we could talk about, Um was just because there are a bunch of things that we never got time to talk about before that we wanted to cover. But I like that you've tried to <laughs> make... Like, most podcasts try and do, like, a 50th or 100th episode, uh, you know, like, that's a landmark. Yeah. But we're going with 21 to go with a non-format style podcast. But I like that you went to the effort of working out that that's, you know, the drinking age in America yeah. or wherever. So now we're looking back over yeah. our
1: life and seeing where we're going to go from here on in, because a lot's changed since since episode one. Can you remember what episode one was? Wrestling. It was, it was the old wrestling, the WWE entertainment. You know, we've changed. You know, we've matured.
0: I've certainly matured. That first episode, we could do with revisiting wrestlers, couldn't we?
1: Well, I'm I'm just about to revisit wrestlers in a in a bit of housekeeping, actually.
2: Housekeeping.
1: So uh, recently, well, I mean, not recently because it is a, a little while ago now. You often stay up quite late to watch said wrestlers. Yeah. And the last time was for the Royal Rumble. Is that right?
0: Correct. The Regal Rumble Tumble. And was it
1: was it good? Did it satisfy your desire to uh, watch men in
0: pants? With, without getting into it too much. The event was delightful, yeah. and all of the uh, surrounding matches were great. A lot of the build-up and storyline was great. Uh, the Rumble match left quite a lot to be desired, in my personal opinion.
1: Okay, so you desired a fair bit afterwards.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wish that my desires had been fully <laughs> fulfilled. Uh, fulfilled during the Rumble. Yeah
1: when I was younger the Royal Rumble was always the one that seemed to be the most fun one to watch because the format yeah. of it is is kind of ridiculous isn't it so <laughs> yeah. it was always and and especially if there was a, at least eight people in the ring then it would be <laughs> it would look great yeah I used, I used to like the Royal Rumble so uh, I used to watch that mainly when Ric Flair was winning them, winning them so
0: <laughs> running, <laughs> them.
1: <laughs> running them yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he was running when he was. It he was,
0: he was a. Pro- I mean, he was running the show, but he was also, you know, literally running the show. He was the promoter, and he was building the ring, and you know, he was giving the the cleaner his buns. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, Um So here's,
1: but here's um, one thing that I wanted to to kind of revisit. I suppose is that I don't think I give okay. enough give enough credit to WWE Entertainment as a movie studio. Because I had a, I mean, I, Jesus. Go on, I'm not sorry.
0: Saying,
1: maybe I'm not saying credit, but enough of a.
0: You didn't realise just quite how how deep they were in this. They film are film. they are four X balls deep. They've gone for a four X deep dive. Yep, and they're coming out with a venereal disease.
1: So they, yeah. So <laughs> I sent you a link earlier with with all of the films due to come out this year alone. And it's it's ridiculous. They're they're in animated movies. They've got surfs up to Wave Mania, um, which I, I believe is like a it's probably about it's probably about <laughs> surfing penguins. I think, and that's got that's got John Cena in it and various other wrestlers. Yeah. Okay. So, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in a, a TV remake, not only of Baywatch. But that's not WWE. But one is, is The Fall Guy, which is um, okay. a TV show starring Lee Majors about a stuntman slash bounty hunter. So he's in that. And San Andreas 2, looking at what they've been doing. So they've been smashing out the Marine films. They're on five now with mm-hmm. a man called The Miz. Mike The Miz. Mizany. So, I mean, the the colons here are great. So you've got the Marine 4 colon moving
0: target. and the Marine Five colon Battleground and that also starred uh, his real life um, wife and on screen beau Maurice Oulay who I don't think can act
1: right but she's in films she's in more films than we are
0: correct Uh, she's actually really good in the wrestling though as a partnership they're great everyone hates them but like in a good way and then there was a film called 12
3: Rounds
1: with John Cena Mm-hmm. Do you remember this one? I actually want to see it because it looks a bit ridiculous.
0: But you, you did actually bring that up in the first uh, chat. I yeah, think. but now they're up to three. Well, 12 rounds two reloaded with Randy Orton. No. Wow. Yeah, I kind of vaguely knew uh, about that 12 one. Now 12 rounds three. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> These just... T- <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <sighs>
1: How Genera name. They they would have they would have called something like PowerPoint by now if it wasn't a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, this one's this one's starring Dean Ambrose. Is he any good? Not
0: my Not my favourite person in the world, I must say. His gimmick is that he looks completely normal. Can fi- <laughs> Proper can fl- normie. Yeah, he's a same face. Okay. Um he looks every bit the every man. I don't know. I mean he's fine. He can't <laughs> really fine. punch He's fine. He's dead fine. I don't know. It's funny because I mean I don't really rate him in the wrestling, but they're they're giving him a big push in all these movies and stuff, so
1: fair play to him, but he's he's just a bloody no- normal. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's just playing like he's just going to like have a life of playing extras that you know, he's just a normal.
0: Well, I don't know. I think they've they've pushed him into um being the world champion on the TV program and the wrestling so you know i think maybe they think bigger things than being you know an extra but we'll see so yeah i'm just moving
1: on to dwayne the rock johnson so i did mention san andreas too maybe there's like two earthquakes in this one or something or like (laughs) an earthquake double the
0: quake double Double the trouble
1: (laughs) or like a an earthquake and a tornado or twister or something or an earthquake yeah. and a volcano, because they've got it. They can't just do another earthquake, can they? Volquake. <laughs> yeah, volquake nado maybe. Yeah,
0: is that a WWE film or is no, it? just No, sorry, next that thing is just do?
1: that is just the uh, The Rock film.
0: Yeah, they they I assumed were not making no. a film that was making that much money.
1: But a, a WWE film is Rampage. This oh, is starring yeah. The Rock as well. And And it's based on the video game. Based on the video game with Lizzie the Lizard and the werewolf and the King Kong. It
0: it sounds like a nightmare. Sounds like Dwayne Johnson's nightmare and he's going to have to save
1: the day. Again? It it sounds like a a film that doesn't need to be made um, from a game that, you know, was about smashing buttons Hey, maybe it'll be amazing, but that was a bit of video game housekeeping as well.
2: Housekeeping,
0: video game housekeeping, sure. Maybe I think maybe they saw the Adam Sandler film with like what was it called, Eight Bit or Pixels? Pixels, right? Where like all the games come to life and start destroying the place, and maybe and all the and all the money was made. Probably, I don't know. I mean, that might have had a fairly big CG budget, but who knows? Yeah. I don't know. We could maybe look that. up. We could maybe just not bother. Um, yeah. One other thing. I didn't look at this list when you sent it to me, but um, now I have. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the thanks. the last film on the list for this year. Yeah. It's called the Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Right. Have what's, you seen
1: this? I haven't seen this. No.
0: A lot has been made on the TV show about the apparent sort of savior of sean michaels in real life how he's um, been a born again christian so now he stars in this movie which has has been sort of cut up into four parts in the front uh, with four different characters one the good girl
3: yeah
0: one the pastor another the skeptic and then sean michaels the ex-con right. and i assume that the man that's standing between them all is gavin stone so who's, the is, who is gavin stone Here's a bit of a clue about his character. He's wearing stonewashed jeans with uh <laughs> <Okay>. with like <laughs> artificially worn down knees and pockets right okay uh, and the tagline goes if church can change him, it'll be a miracle
1: wow so it's is it is it like that saving Christmas film that we saw the trailer for
0: it does look somewhat like it may have uh, an agenda <laughs> <laughs> agenda fluid the agenda of this movie may well be fluid it may be nothing to do with the church okay. but we'll just have to wait and see for the long awaited the resurrection of gavin stone
1: right okay i'm not sure i'm i'm mad mad up for it but hey you know
0: sure so that's wwe movies talking about unless you have you got anything else on that
1: no uh no, the rock. The rock's just going to be in about three or four, f- about three or four films a year now, forever. And I don't mind. I don't mind that so much. Kind of want to see him do something a bit, a bit,
0: a little bit less glistening. A li- and, um, yeah,
1: a little like perfect. cheesy, perfect kind of. Come on, do those films. But I, w- I would actually like to see something a bit, a bit darker as well from him. Just see that he can. What's
0: an existing movie that you would have liked him to have been in? Like The Road. Okay. Can you imagine? Uh, that's that's the that's the same road that on our motivational podcast you told viewers or listeners don't watch. Yeah, uh, don't you watch. should avoid this at all costs.
1: Maybe maybe like yeah, like a film like a, or a film like 127 Hours, where it's just him and he and like the rock gets his and, and it's
0: literally a rock between a rock yeah. and a rock
2: place yeah
1: exactly yeah. So I think that's what that's what I'd like to see. Yeah. <laughs> Him okay. trapped between himself and himself.
0: Uh, not not in a completely irrelevant uh, vein. I wanted to talk about um, *Aftermath*, starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. No. Sure. I've I've looked. Uh, the trailer for this today i saw that he posted it on his uh social networking sites okay and uh, so that would well, be deceased i with put podcast, it on my social networking sites that's probably your worst irony <laughs> yeah that's that's like you, you're usually all right at it <laughs> yeah, you sounded like I'll, you know you know what really here's, weird dweeby.
1: here's a thing like i've got these like big headphones on and i can't hear myself so
0: hi hey, I am Arnold Schwarzenegger social marketing manager man <laughs> put the trailer up now hey hit the button do <laughs> it do it show Get everybody what I'm doing next so he's put that out there now uh, the reason I say it's somewhat related is because there is a little bit of a feeling in me that like any of the movies that he puts out now are straddling the line between what you'd usually expect from a Schwarzenegger film which is one that's backed by a lot of money and marketing and it's a big deal yeah And kind of heading towards straight-to-video nonsense. Yeah. So that is kind of what I would call the the middle ground between Dwayne Johnson and the money and WWE movies. Yeah. It's not a million miles off. But anyway, I watched this trailer, and it looks vaguely like it's in the same vein as uh, Maggie. Yeah. I've lost my family. I'm so deep and meaningful. Now I'm old. She's not a zombie. Um, hey, she's not dead yet. Did you actually see Maggie?
1: No. <laughs> Did but you I, not? I just, I just do imagine that the, that there is a line in it.
0: She's not a zombie. She's still my daughter. There's a bomb in the building. There's no bomb in any building in Maggie. Uh, you can probably tell that much from the trailer. Sure. <laughs> Use your imagination. Gee whiz. Yeah. Right. So uh, set up from this trailer is basically a man is expecting his family to come home.
1: Wife slash daughter. I uh, no,
0: I should say it, it feels like they've told almost the entire story in the trailer. Yeah.
1: There is only one more plot point that you need to know. Uh, and you can find it out by going to the Aftermath wiki page um, because it tells you about the true life story. And, and oh, does it? And, yeah. So it's a, it's actually based on a... On a true story. You say that... Uh, yes,
0: I saw that line come up. There's was the that trailer. line.
1: So there's a man who has the momentary lapse of concentration on the air traffic control. Cue big accident. And one unhappy Schwarzenegger.
0: So this is basically the same thing that happened in Breaking Bad. Where yeah. There's, yeah. So, I mean, it's a bit weird, but... It looked a bit TV
1: movie. I'm going to say this. Look, to it's
0: the, a little bit weird to me like I don't know why I give a fuck about Arnie's character like I was kind of hoping and I know that this sounds bad but I mean I was kind of hoping of this from the movie yeah right that when you started to see the air traffic controllers and they're kind of like hearing what's coming from the pilots and blah 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 yeah I kind, of, I kind of wished it was a hijacking film, and then Arnie had to get on the plane and fuck everyone up. <laughs> right. Okay. Like that's
1: that's what you want. How like, would he get How would he get on the plane from the ground? Think about it.
0: Well, he would first have to locate a swamp, and then he'd have to press <laughs> rewind <laughs> right. and shoot back into the fuselage of the plane. Right. Uh, okay. So you just have to acquire the footage from uh, Commando and yeah. then play it in reverse. <laughs>
3: right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh I mean if, if they want to save some money they could literally just uns- grab that and play it backwards. <laughs> and then unsnap someone's neck. Yeah, yeah. And uh go from there. But yeah. so I don't know, I kinda of felt like if the guy's made a mistake, then I don't really want someone to hunt him down and yeah, but tell him to say sorry. But hold on a
1: minute. What if what if he's just like this guy is lost the plot a little, you know, he's he's gonna be going through a bad one. What if nobody's giving him the answers that he wants? You know, you you're about to watch um the Gerard Butler film called Law Abiding Citizen and a very similar thing happens in that, a miscarriage of justice, some may say. Um so But he's is this not a miscarriage getting, well, of justice? Well he's well it, there's that line in the trailer where they say you'll get compensation seventy five thousand for your daughter, eighty five thousand for your wife.
0: And he's like, well, listen to me. I can take <laughs> less if it's going to get me a better deal. <laughs> what do I shine? Now, you tell me this immediately. Did Nicolas Cage get more or less than I'm getting? <laughs> I think we should uh, have an episode about who we would expect to be in the ex-Hollywood blockbuster stars League of Legends committee, which uh, so far includes um, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage could very well include arnie as well yeah i don't feel like i like although whatever the film is i'll root for arnie even if he was to play the bad guy i just don't feel like i i want to i don't know don't want to root for him in this
1: do you want to know what happens it happened in real life or is that too much of a spoiler
0: that's a spoiler Okay. I mean, there are guns in the trailer yep. and he arrives at the guy's house yep. and I assume something bad happens. Uh, well, uh, my my guess is it turns out the guy, the air tra- traffic control, has done it on purpose.
1: Yeah, well, it's you know, it's produced by Darren Aronofsky. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, get excited.
0: Well, I have just become ever so slightly more interested. In okay.
1: It. Yeah, no, it's produced by him so
0: excitement would be strong
1: and a few and I mean it says it lists six producers here but you know he's headline he's headline
0: (laughs) whether or not he put the time or effort in is totally indifferent to this he's headline
1: all he's done is like thought of the film title or something or okayed it (laughs) from a list (laughs) yeah
0: same way jay-z was the executive producer on that basketball (laughs) the, the exec producer worked his butt off and almost did like 23 hour days and then yeah. Jay-Z's like alright can I make that guy have a whatever t-shirt Yeah, <laughs> like in the create create an NBA star mode and yeah. they're like alright executive producer Jay-Z <laughs> boom
1: he's not having to deal with bugs or tickets or burn down yeah. charts or scrums or anything software
0: development yeah, yeah.
1: he's not having to with, with
0: any of that it's just put his name on the box Meanwhile, the guy who was the exec producer is off giving seminars on uh, how Waterfall Development's making a comeback. (laughs) Anyway.
1: In a big way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so what did you reckon about it? Are Are you keen to see it? I will see it, yeah. And
1: what I hope is that they haven't shown three quarters of the film in the trailer, but I think they may have done.
0: Yeah, based on Maggie, I think they may have done. But hey, maybe Aronofsky knows better and he's vetoed that. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what are you doing in I the guess. what are you doing in the background I don't know what am I doing in the background yeah that oh. what is it sorry yeah I was just I was just mucking about with like a coin on what, the table.
1: Fucking stop it
0: <laughs> sorry because
1: like honestly when I have to edit this all I can hear is If it's Pete, it's eating. (laughs) If it's you, it's like scratching and fiddling with shit and typing.
0: That's my beard now. Yeah,
1: so it's just okay. absolute. And now now you're like, what what are you doing? Oh, nothing. And then you oh no, I'm scraping a penny across the table.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so what? So what,
1: man? It's a 3D experience. Just roll with it, dude. So dude. I just wanted to mention about uh Rockstars. So here's a bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um I never mentioned, and this is quite important for Rockstars, you know, Meatloaf. Go on. So he was in Spice World. Yeah. And Fight Club. <laughs> Spice Club. Spice Club, yeah. It's you know, I mean Is
0: that where you're going with this, Spice Club.
1: No, but I mean I'd be or
0: fight world fight,
1: fight world yeah yeah so uh, we we didn't we didn't mention that and also um after we recorded the sode i saw Ozzy Osbourne previously in black sabbath who are now gone five ever um yeah. or are they he was in ghostbusters the gir- the girlbusters what? he was in the girlbusters oh okay so he was in ghostbusters girl version and he, he Did you call it Ghostbusters 2016 or something? Ghostbusters 2016 or something. So he was he had a little cameo in that. And like okay. I kind of almost want you to watch the film just so you can see the cameo and imagine what it was like on the set that day. Because <laughs> they would have okay. they basically would have had to have got him got him Aussie over time for news, you're gonna stand there so we had to go and stand in front of the thing. He's was what's the line again? I don't know just just say whatever you want and he goes, "Shut I think I'm having another flashback." basically that was his, that was his line. It's like the most blatant cameo i have ever seen, and it, it didn't make sense and it was just really bad and I just felt I felt a bit like I hope I hope at, for, at very least it paid for all the balloons at the uh, the Black Sabbath the end concert. At, very, at the very least, I hope it paid for at least
0: some of the confetti. I don't know if that's coming directly out of uh, Ozzy's pocket, if I'm honest.
1: Maybe, like, the powers that be said, Ozzy, you know, you can have your fireworks. You can have <laughs> you can have your lasers. But you can't have your confetti and the balloons. And he's like... All
0: right, give us Ghostbusters, dude. Let
1: me do the Ghostbusters field there and I'll go bloody... You know, so basically, I I kind of hope that... I hope that that happened.
0: So the thing is, my housekeeping is just a bunch of things that I want to talk about. It's not necessarily revisits to old episodes. No, but I, what I, I will that. say, I, I understand that that's what it is for me. But what I will say, Ollie, yeah. is that at the point of recording uh, Rockstars, that was back in the summer of 2015. Yeah, and it's not necessarily housekeeping. Ladybusters was, um, but a twinkle in uh, their mother busters you know what I'm saying yeah
1: I'm I'm just going to interject here with a with a little because we're not doing a seggy one but I thought I'd just let's just have a little bit of fun for a moment before we delve back in Um, maybe we can go to our life scores as well but can you guess this film from the parental guide violence it will be an Arnie film okay so that's fine I'm going to start reading them out so nearly every scene contains violence (laughs) okay is that sorry is that in it just, this film or is no, that no it's just this this film so a man takes ten bullets to his chest in front of his house a man throws a chair leg at a man's head um, a man has his throat slit several men are stabbed okay. dozens upon dozens of men are shot bullet wounds are often visible and blood often sprays <laughs>
0: can you say blood off and sprays again blood off and the sprays <laughs> what, what's wrong with me saying that no I don't know I think just the delivery on the first one was really funny
1: um, but not as funny Okay. Uh, fi- final one do you know what it is yet
0: well I would guess maybe somewhere around so like he's um, it sounds residential so I'm thinking maybe end of days or something like that but uh, keep, keep going keep going um, or sorry uh, not end of days uh, carry on last one A man is scalped
1: by a flying saw blade.
0: By a flying saw blade? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, running man. No! Commando! What? It's commando. What? Uh, I mean, I should have got that hundreds upon hundreds of people (laughs) are killed.
1: Yeah. And a man takes ten bullets to his chest in front of his house. Who's that? At the very start of the film, where uh, where he's... It's not a garbage day today. It's not on a Tuesday and he, he's running out with the uh, with the luggage and then he's like I thought you, I thought you were going to miss me or something like that and then basically they they go no we're not going to miss you and then they yeah. shoot him with the uzis should have got it should have got it mate Should you fancy uh, doing a bit of live score
0: after that performance I think we might have to <laughs>
3: <laughs> live score how are you
1: live score I'm fine, thank you. Live score out of ten. Live score probably like a a four. Ah, ready. I have to do this sort of professional-ish intro bit, so uh, we've been doing a little segment on the show, Seggy Two, if you will. Um, Are you the viewer? Which is funny because you're a listener, not a viewer. Today's, or this evening's, or whenever, watch it, listen, whenever you want, is Rory McGregor. Um, no relation, I don't think, to notorious fighterman man Conor McGregor. Can you confirm or deny? Um, sadly,
2: no. Um, I, I don't possess his fighting prowess either.
1: Okay, um, and so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Because I know about you, but no one else Listening, well, there's no one else listening anyway, but you can.
2: <laughs> I'm a bit of a dirty hippie, I sit around drinking a lot and go to a lot of gigs. Yeah, watch the occasional film here and there, too, to keep it relevant, I
3: guess. You're
1: also uh, a podcaster podcasterman yourself,
2: yeah, there's that too. Yeah, I do a little podcast called the Desert Scene Podcast, and um, you can check that out on Facebook or Twitter or on the website. Yeah, um, little plug there. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's all good. It's all about
1: uh, heavy rock music. So go check it out. It's cool, out. man. Groovy. <laughs> so we, what we do is we ask four standard standardized questions and then one wild card. Um, so the first question is is simply what was the last film that you saw?
2: I think it was Green Room.
1: All right. What did it you What did good. What did you think?
2: Yeah, it was quite good. Like, um Patrick Stewart's accent was slightly weird in it for like, a like guy from out in backwards, Oregon. It was kind of odd. Yeah. But um other than that it was really good. Do you know do you I know one... really enjoyed it? Lots of gore and stuff which I yeah. was after.
1: Lots of kind of wince inducing injuries.
2: Yeah, and the and the Nazi punks bit the when they played the song.
1: Yeah, that was good. Um, So I think I had one complaint about that film. I generally liked it, generally thought it was really good. So one thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit was how far the film went at the very, very beginning to show how unwilling the band were to be on any kind of social network or be contactable in any way whatsoever, just to make sure you absolutely 100% knew that they were on their own
2: yeah that's a very good point and I guess films like that kind of have to do that nowadays to create that kind of insular surrounding maybe I don't know
1: yeah yeah I mean you you obviously with the, the old Desert Scene podcast check it out on Facebook slash wherever else it is I mean do you know of any of the bands that just refuse to publicise
2: refuse to publicise no. no like no No, not at all, really. Um, (laughs) Well, I think we've.
1: I think listen, we've just debunked that whole film. Uh, Okay, next. (laughs) (laughs) Next, next question. What's your favourite film ever? Probably
3: The Big Lebowski. Okay, why? Um, It's just so well
2: written, absolutely hilarious. Love every character, and it's a great story that you can rewatch many, many times, as I have.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely rewatchable I I went to see that one at the cinema and um, I do remember that you know you know like this is back in the day when there was like actual film rather than digital and it started going really weird and then it burnt up and then they had to like wait a few minutes I guess until they snipped a bit off and (laughs) missed about five minutes where they could probably find a non-burnt bit to attach it back Uh, onto but annoying cinema experience the third question, popcorn, yes or no? I know you've got a big opinion here, so have been waiting for this.
2: Dude, like, yes, but the two regular flavours that you discussed on previous podcasts yeah. um, are just like, they're just terrible. they pale in comparison to the almighty toffee popcorn. Toffee? Like, it is, it is, it is diabetes in a bag, don't get me wrong, but it's fucking amazing. Right. Get that shit down, you listeners.
1: I mean, if you were at the cinema and you were you were trying to impress someone like Ian normally does by <laughs> pretending like you can eat popcorn, um, what what would you go for, sweet or salted or a mixture of the two?
2: go for no popcorn. No popcorn, Jesus. <laughs> wow, you really... That, is that a option here?
1: Yeah, no, all right, fair, fair, you... You can stand your ground <laughs> on that one. Uh, so what's your life score at the moment, or at least this week?
2: This week, uh, it's pretty good. I'd say uh, six and a half, perching oh. on seven.
1: Maybe. Okay, so you're nearly up to a cool original seven.
2: Yeah, I'd t- I've said six and a half this morning, but I had fish tacos today, and that was good. Sorry. You had fish yeah, tacos? Maybe. Yeah, oh, it was good.
1: I may have to add fish tacos to my eat list. Oh, it, it's lovely. I, it, Kind of reminds me of
2: my favourite film, or um, well, one of my favourite films anyway, Pineapple uh, Express. They mm. mentioned fish tacos a couple of times in that, and it's actually what
1: made me try them. Oh, wow, uh, okay. Like so uh, a film has had a direct impact on your diet. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, one final question, and this is the wild card one. So you've been bestowed the powers of invisibility for a mere 24 hours. What do you do? Um, rob a bank. The money won't be invisible. <laughs> straight,
2: straight away, like, work out. I'm sure it'd be fairly easy to rob a bank if you're invisible, like. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. but the
1: money would be... Fl- I mean, your clothes aren't invisible, so you'd have to be oh, doing this in the... in I'd the, have to be nude. Yes. That's okay, that's a no problem. You could probably fit a lot of notes in your mouth. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, maybe, maybe like, have,
2: like, a floating... Maybe a balloon that carries it out of the out of the
1: air duct or something. i have not really thought through. Oh well, I mean, no, nobody's ever allowed to think anything through uh, whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, if I just want to get up to a little bit of hijinks and you know, knocking phones out of people's hands and you know, pressing an ice cream into someone's face just as they're about to. Three news
3: really
1: coming out now, dude. Or like, or just being go on like, uh, you know, like those haunted tours that they do, and just like genuinely throw a cup at someone. <laughs> oh, that'd be vaguely entertaining. There's a lot you can do with, with invisibility for twenty four hours. So just screw with
2: the prime minister or something. That'd be entertaining. Yeah, literally oh, lot... screw with like.
1: Yeah, well, you, you've got to, you've got to somehow, you know, get your own back a little bit, even if it is. Just pulling the chair out from underneath them as they're about to sit down. I'm sure that oh, would be that'd, be.
2: that'd be very worth it, I
1: think. Yeah, especially if it was on live TV as well.
2: Oh, endless memes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, uh, thank you, thank you, Rory, for uh, taking the time out of your evening to talk to me. But um, in a in a weird kind of segue, I'm gonna say. Thanks for your life score information, but we now need to find out about me and Ian. Thanks for having
2: me on, Dave. I really enjoy listening to
1: the podcast and stuff. I'll, uh, cheers for saying that. I'll give you the £5 pound for saying that no in the post. Cheers,
0: Ian. How's your life? <laughs> it's great. Why don't you tell me your life score?
1: Actually, you know what? I'm plus one on the classic uh, seven. I'm a a cool original eight. Okay. So elaborate. I went to see the rugby. Or elaborate nine. I went to see the rugby at the weekend. Uh huh. So it's the one of the first sporting events that I've I've ever seen. Really. I mean, I, I saw a couple of football games when I was younger, but I can barely remember them. So I went to see the rugby, and I, I didn't know anything about the rules.
0: The rules.
1: It it, it was just really good. Like it, it was yeah. exciting. It was pretty brutal. Like the atmosphere was great. The crowd were just getting well into it. And like after about fifteen minutes, I, I, I was getting the gist. Some of the micro rules I wasn't understanding so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was really good. I was getting I was getting well involved. Uh, I loved it but yeah it's
0: good I, I have always much preferred watching rugby to any other sport it's good
1: yeah yeah I really liked it so but one of the things that I did notice was that on the advertise they had this big jumbotron advertisement hoarding so basically they'd be having like adverts pop on it all the way through the match but like every single advert there had to be some sort of rugby pun on it so like they'd be like have you got a parking ticket that you don't think is correct why don't you let us be the referee of your case
0: jeez
1: (laughs) yeah and then there was one about why don't you try and convert to your local butchers Wow. but there was there was just there was so many of them like match you'll have a ball or it's a match made in heaven it's just like they they started really
0: stretching the uh, can't believe how many people want to advertise matches in 20, 2017 yeah but or balls for that matter I mean barely yeah. anyone plays sport
1: the thought of just people sitting in rooms thinking of rugby puns <laughs> yeah definitely made made me giggle to myself
0: you know what else actually that does lead me to a piece of housekeeping slash just preamble to my life score right. but related right but do you not hate it when you go to the cinema and normal like so not trailers yeah. but normal adverts for products Oh I
1: hate normal adverts for products Yeah
0: but can I finish
1: Yeah
0: Okay Gives. thanks um yeah do you not hate when not the not the trailers but the normal adverts for products try their hardest to have a movie-related theme or try and emulate what a trailer might do. So a good example right now is that Volkswagen are doing a thing where there's like a monster that is chasing these people into a car park and then it keeps flipping its tail around and it goes underneath the rear of the car and the car boot opens when your feet are underneath the sensor. Right. Right. And they're, they're hiding in the back of the car and the monster keeps accidentally flipping open the boot and then they have to close it. But, of course, the boot's, like, silent as well or some shit. Something. Right. But, but it's, like, false tension and then, like, really bad payoff with, like, a crap tagline. And it's just like, wow, you put all the CG and all the effort into basically annoying me. Yeah, I admit. I, I mean, it's, it's a bugbear mine. It's ad It's admirable, but... Some of them really miss the mark so badly. There's another Ikea one right now that's really crap too, that's intentionally themed around film. And, see, and seeing as technically we're still on
1: my life score, I'll say the one that I hate the most is that when you get an advert for a car, then an advert for like uh, absolute vodka, and then you get an advert for like don't drink and drive. <laughs> that pisses
0: me off. Have you, Yeah, maybe you should... Um, Complain to advertising standards. So, oh,
1: mate, it? look at this car. It's like, well, good, yeah? Like, could drive, like, bare fast in it. And then, <laughs> imagine having this alcohol and getting well drunk, yeah? That would be cool, wouldn't it? You'll be like, well, cool. No! Do not drink and drive. Do not drink and drive. <laughs> what are you thinking? It's like, hold on a minute. You're the one advertising those things back to back to me.
0: Back three back. Back three five back years. five, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that
1: that's always pissed me off. So, Ian,
0: what's, what's,
1: so, so tell me about your life
0: score. Well, my life is uh, great, and I think my life score is um,
1: great. It's not on a word-based scale, I'm afraid, Ian. It's on a number scale, as it has been since episode one.
0: Okay, well, episode 21, 20, 20 deeper than we were to begin with. Yeah. I still know the scale. I'm just telling you, it's great. I, I mean... <sighs> To know. There's not anything really significant going on, but um maybe making some plans to go away. Just, you know, back at work, it's fine. Be getting up at five thirty AM, Ollie. Why? What are you doing in the background? It sounds like you're building something or you know, I was looking, moving I was
1: looking through notes, but I'm gonna stop.
0: But it sounded like you had to like turn in your seat over and over and over again to look at those notes.
1: Oh no, I'm alright.
0: Carry on. You know what I'm raging about that
1: five. <laughs> five no you, so why uh, why have you been waking up at five thirty? uh accidental number threes
0: <laughs> Yeah, I've been haunted by the the <laughs> ghostly number threes. Uh, no I don't know I kind of made a point of just because the thing is when I get home late at night I never do anything really useful other than maybe watch a couple of films and take notes to talk about on this (laughs) but I forced myself to get up early and then actually do something I've not been doing a lot of writing for a long time and I thought well I could try and write something but when am I going to put the time into it yeah I'm getting up at like 5.30 I was putting in half an hour maybe a wee bit more and then doing what my normal would be yeah a number one
1: number two then a number three (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah all followed by a hot shower and a long bus <laughs> and a long double decker so what's your what is your actual score then you know what ollie like, I, eight okay so we're I, I was gonna say higher actually but I, yeah i think i'm pretty much the same i don't think there's any real reason to say i'm a lot better than that um, so
1: we're having a head think, a head-to-head life score collision
0: Head five head collision. Yeah. Let's hope we're not gonna take out Arnold Schwarzenegger's family.
1: <laughs> no. That would be uh would be pretty pretty brutal.
0: Because I'll hunt you down and then I'll ask you to apologize. I just wanted to say sorry. <laughs> I, I just want somebody to say sorry. Yeah, so I think that was life scores. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we about building. It's the guys on Bill Podcast,
0: What other bullshit have you got?
1: I just had two more bits of actual genuine housekeeping where, housekeeping. like, I completely messed up big time. So,
0: I mean, Ollie, I could have sent you a list, and then you'd have more than two pieces. But sure,
1: recently, <laughs> so recently, rewatched Commando.
0: Commandant, sure. Ah
1: oh, god, and it's just so good, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm struggling to figure out how knowing it is of its comedy value and entertainment value, like how earnest they were making it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't... I can't figure it out. I don't know. It's like perfect entertainment. The tone is just brilliant, like, the whole way through.
0: But mostly... The tone is delightful.
1: Yeah, but mostly because, like, you're laughing at at him having this idyllic lifestyle, which is just so over-the-top corny... Then, then you're yeah. laughing at Sully and his massive trousers and power suit and his horrible punchable face. Then you're laughing at, <laughs> then you're laughing at him getting like shocked by a Doberman in a cage in a in a plane. Then you're laughing at him jumping out of an airplane at 100 foot in the air, landing legs outstretched in five foot of water. <laughs> and then you're laughing, and then you're laughing at his watch making a massive beeping sound every time he looks. And it's just like all those things are kind of shit. But they make it such a good film and like I hate to be like a kind of you know, so like ironically good, but it, it's just that it's actually still genuinely good as well. Like it's such a genuinely good film.
0: So I rewatched it around Christmas time as well. So I actually found the dropping out of the plane really funny, and we've talked about it before. Yeah. I think I've even house kept this before. Yeah. Um but I think I'd overblown the idea of that being really funny in my mind. Yeah. Because he does land and it is funny, but I just thought like he pencil dived for about ten minutes and then landed without breaking his legs. Like it it become a bigger than life thing in my mind. Yeah, but it is um, like
1: two separate shots. So the first shot is him like a dummy or something falling off a plane that is really high. And the next one yeah. is basically him just jumping off a, a hidden platform ten foot above the camera. <laughs>
0: Well, I actually find the next immediate like shot after that the funniest because I I actually found it funnier when he takes like ages to wade through the water
3: <laughs> like
0: like some really awkward wading where like he's not trying to move anything with his hands he's just trying to power through with thighs alone yeah and um, that's actually quite funny to watch as a visual it's not I was gonna call it a visual gag obviously it wasn't a gag because it's not a comedy but it is funny.
1: So the um, thing that I got wrong was when wrong? when I was um, talking about Bennett and his fight that he has down in the in the basement. Um, yep. So I said that could a steel pipe go through his chainmail vest? It's not chainmail; yep. it's just a shit string vest. Really? Yeah, it's string. Okay. It's it's just crappy string like. If you remember the TV program Rab C Nesbit, it's akin to that.
0: Okay, uh, I think that he has chainmail on at some points, but then he has it off for the final battle.
1: He, he doesn't. He never does. It's it's always a kind of like dark grey string vest. You never. Oh, I'll tell you what it it's is. It's a chain that he has on his neck.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. And it, I've just looked up some images, and it's the chain on his neck that makes you think it's all chain. But
1: the, it's not all chain, it's, it's strings. So the pipe would easily pierce uh, and go through him. And we, you would definitely get that kind of weird cross-section of Bennett's chest to back inside the pipe like a box of Pringles. A box of gory Pringles.
0: <laughs> Pringles in a gory way. <laughs> in a gory way. One thing I would say about it that lets me down is how bad Bennett is. I just wish he'd been like a bad bad guy. You think he's As in too a, like, like a
1: nasty bad guy. So you think he's maybe too camp?
0: He's no, he's just too comedically crap. Like there's a picture of them on set here, just now that I've looked up some Google images. Yeah. And Arnie is just built like a brick shit house and he actually like gives a shit about like training and stuff. And Bennett's standing next to him and he's like not arsed yeah. at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like maybe he was like a sort of campy character, but that's not really the worst bit. It's just the fact that he just doesn't look in any way formidable, like he would challenge. Argy yeah,
1: I mean, I guess he's not like a a formidable foe, but I would say over the course of history, he has just become another like ace, lovable part of Commando that. Yeah. Know, I wouldn't change I it. That. I definitely wouldn't change it.
0: Well, you certainly couldn't change it no. either. The last thing I was going to say is that uh, the funniest bit of the movie, I reckon. So, you know, when they take off on the water plane at the end? Yeah. Like, so at the very end of the movie, yeah. once they've said, like, he's basically said, like, these are my new family now. Yeah. So, like, he's assumed that he's just, like, made a completely new family with a new mother yeah, just because she general, happens to be female.
1: The general guy's kind of gone, like, uh, you know we just
0: want you for one last job. And he's like, nah, mate. I thought you were going to have some more to that, but you're like, nah, mate. Uh, That's essentially it. Maybe in another life or something like that. I don't know. Some, I mean, that's what I would say, but uh, that's maybe not what Arnie did say. Um, But no, the funniest bit is like they get in the plane and they like kind of close the hatch and get in it and stuff. It takes absolutely fucking ages to get the plane into the air like it's it's failing to take off for what seems like a full minute of screen time where she's like almost off the, off the water, not quite off the water oh she's finally, no she's not off the water yet, nope still struggling and then finally gets away and I think the person, like I think that that was the best of a bunch of bad takes and they just had to go right I tell you what that one's the one we have to go with
1: it, it, none of it matters because you've got a great a great kind of like eighties power rock anthem playing over the top of it.
0: And what is that anthem?
1: Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, it, I I can't remember. It's not like one of your famous ones. I'm gonna have to look at it, look it up now, aren't I? There's a Commando music song.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't
0: think people are interested in well, you looking at. It.
1: No, well, ask me again. What was the name of that song, Ian? Ask me.
0: uh What was the name of that song at the end of Commando? <laughs>
1: Funny, you should ask Um, it's called We Fight For Love they play that while it's taken off so you you do at least get that earworm
0: Okay, well that's good and uh, who's that by?
1: Sutin Power Station oh that's good yeah yeah it's good I
0: like it it's good it's
1: got great drums yeah it's got
0: it's good it's there (laughs)
1: it's good the drums are there so, Ian. Yeah, go on. Where, where are we going now? What what road are we? What path are we going down now?
0: Some really detailed notes about White House Down, but I'd like. Oh, to mate, keep I those. hated that film. Uh, I think we should do a mashup of uh, White House Down, Jamie Foxx and Jared Butler.
1: All right, but listeners and viewers should know that I watched. That was the last film that I watched, and it's three out of ten. It's terrible. Okay. It's not even action nonsense, it's just nonsense.
0: So actually, I think I wrote in my notes, White House Down, but actually the notes were in relation to London Has Fallen. <laughs> so confused because uh, I just looked at one of them and um, the note was, Oi, where the fuck are you? Then 4 by 4 goes up the steps to St Paul's and knocks over a policeman. <laughs> so uh, I have some detailed notes on criminal. Yeah. Shall we go through
1: that? I mean, I've not seen it, but sure. If you, Ian, are you going to guarantee me and the listeners and the viewers that these detailed notes are going to be of value?
0: No, because I wrote them a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, just some highlights, just Go totally on then, out get of context, might be funnier. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that might be
1: funnier. Let's let's not deep dive on this. Let's let's shallow. <laughs> it, it, let's shallow.
0: Wade Shallow Wade on uh, the the movie Criminal starring Kevin Costner so this is a, a 1x Shallow Wade so uh, one of my notes was uh, dressed like he's still in The Postman <laughs> okay which, which is a movie he was in from the 90s so That's he had a,
1: a long a... a long dusty jacket in that one didn't he
0: yeah it's maybe what he would look like if he had never left that movie but he'd just taken the jacket off <laughs> Okay. Then I had one other line which was, frankly, most implausible story ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> there was another note, uh, Gary Oldman. She's dead. Oh, so, so just, it's got Gary,
1: it's, it has got Gary Oldman in it as well.
0: I thought because Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Oldman were in it that it would be decent and I noticed that they actually updated all the posters to make it look more straight to video later when they clearly found that it was straight to video. Right. Talking of uh, talking of straight to video I'm
1: going to I'm just going to I'm going to read you this plot summary. I feel like it's a film we need to watch three together. Okay. Because I've seen the trailer and it's, it's so problematic. Okay. Uh, it's everything that you hate and I hate in films. But I'm going to read you the plot summary and then tell you what the film's called and who's in it. Um, Mike Regan has everything he could ever want. A beautiful family and a top-of-the-line smart house. The company... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Go on. Not... No, no- <laughs> I like how it jumped from beautiful wife and healthy family or something like that to a beautiful family. Yeah. Like an al- almost Trump-esque, like, well, as long as all of my family are fantastically good-looking and yeah. I'd like to make love to them, then that'd be great. I
1: mean, they're not a successful family, but they're bloody good-looking.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay, And so. Smart
0: House. Gee whiz. So he's got right. a
1: top-of-the-line Smart House. The company he owns is on the verge of changing flight leasing forever. I don't know what that means. That is, until the relationship with his IT advisor turns nasty, to the point where his teenage daughter...
0: With what? With what? Are you... Are you- relationship with what? Are you listening to me? Yeah, but you said his relationship with his...
1: IT advisor turns nasty. Oh, Okay to the point where his teenage daughter is being stalked and his family is under attack through every technological facet of their lives.
0: This is... It's IT with uh, Piers, Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan. It
1: just... It looks awful. Like... Brosnan. Basically... He's got this smart house, so, like, everything in the house, the light switches, the toilet, the bed, the cupboards, the fridge. There's, like, CCTV everywhere, the locks. Everything is controlled by, like, a
0: computer system. The haptic number three robot.
1: Yeah, so basically your IT advisor, your disgruntled IT advisor, starts mentally messing with him by hacking into his smart house. Yeah, basically kind of... Getting all mental with his beautiful family,
0: and making uh, the forced feedback on his haptic number three support a little bit, a little bit too much. But it it
1: just looks so terrible. It looks implausible. Brosnan just looks bewildered throughout the whole trailer. <laughs> like basically, well, it's paying for something. <laughs> I guess his film's probably probably gonna pay for my black sabbath tickets or something it looks awful but i but it does look bad but i do want to watch it
0: yeah i do want to watch it as well i left that trailer thinking yeah i left that trailer i finished (laughs) that trailer i had to leave that trailer it was so bad i i finished watching that trailer thinking i'm gonna watch this
1: you know it's basically going to have all of these it jargon nonsense We've got to reroute his faucets through the backdoor IP algorithms.
0: Did you say faucets? Yeah, his taps. Oh, faucets. Faucets. Oh, sorry, faucets. Did you you put an artificial R in that? That's just how I say it. It's almost like you're saying forceps. Yeah. All right, just one second. I'll just add it to the list.
1: We need a new backdoor node for the toilet. (coughs) Basically, you know you're going to get a load of techno babble written by people who really have probably never used anything outside of a an iphone and a imac
0: sure and they, they've got all of their tech knowledge from a csi all of the gear with no
1: idea if anybody's seen it please uh keep it to yourself
0: <laughs> okay uh i've got two more things i'd like to okay. raise ollie things that have actually got some reason for being okay. the other ones were like just mad meanderings and notes that I've not looked at for months. So, thing thing one X. Okay. We talked about Arnie's new film Aftermath, right? Yeah. Now, did you spot what the song used in the trailer was?
1: Yes, it's Johnny Cash.
0: Yeah. Now let let's go back in the Wayback back machine, uh, which is another machine that um, James Cameron yeah. will help us out with. I'm He'll take us back in time.
1: strapping myself in.
0: Now, we talked about during, I think, we the, we, the first episode where we mentioned Logan, which might have been the 27 Look Ahead Part 1, maybe. Yeah. And I mentioned that the use of Johnny Cash was annoying because it was a little bit on the obvious side and I felt like it was an exec just picking it for no reason. Yeah. Um, and it was also a bit trendy. And I'd mentioned that it had already been used in a pretty high profile campaign for a uh, wrestling related thing. Haha, <laughs> another related thing. Right. Um, Because The Undertaker was both in a match where it was like a hell in a cell or something. So there was a sort of deathly sort of consequence to it. Um, So Ain't No Grave kind of makes sense. The Undertaker is an undertaker. Thematically, it was there. Although,
1: Although Logan was not that song. You know that, don't you?
0: What was it? Hurt. Hurt. Ah, sure. Okay. Well let's let's just keep going with it okay <laughs> okay so you've
1: le- you've chopped down my whole my whole argument but let's just keep going on with it anyway
0: <laughs> no well hurt and uh ain't no grave on the same album
1: right uh th- it american
0: was songbook four or five or something or three whatever yeah etc um so that made sense to use it there. And then it's also just very recently being used, uh, as well as Logan um, using one of the tracks. There was uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales or Dead Men Spell Toenails uh, <laughs> trailer that's just come out, which right. is uh, using, I believe, Ain't No Grave. Yeah, it? that's right. Now, the Arnie film is also using Ain't No Grave.
1: Yeah. But well, they wouldn't have so, known... It's just a coincidence. They have known what? It's one of them.
0: You've got three high-profile films within the space of oh a, yes, a all month using. Of their initial advertising coming out, all using Johnny Cash songs. Yeah. from his latter period. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a bit much. Although it's like the rights, it's like the dr- rights dropped dramatically in price at some point. They're like, right, jump on it. So, do you think,
1: all right, individually, if there wasn't such an influx of them, do they all work? I think the only one that it doesn't Uh, particularly work in is the Arnie one. Yeah,
0: that's a kind of remixed one. Uh, I also think it doesn't really work in Pirates of the Caribbean. I think when you're going to put like a a soundtrack song on something like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's going to annoy me every time. Well,
1: yeah, because ultimately uh, it it was kind of like putting Kanye in the Assassin's Creed trailer. It's like a supposed to be a, a way back in time sort of, film yet you you're putting modern music in there
0: whereas Which song was
1: that? It was like a can it was a I don't know, it was like a Kanye West song. I don't know. But I get I get ya, I get
0: ya. Anyway, I think the what it works with most is uh Logan. Same. But
1: I think that works really well. But that's also because the, the kind of the tone suits it and the era suits it as well. Assassin's yep. Creed is supposed to be like kind of Renaissance era I guess it's like Leonardo da Vinci, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That sort of era. It's probably <laughs> yeah. two different eras. I'm getting mixed up. But uh, so they're but using they, the only thing about that one is but that
0: they're going back in time to that.
1: They are, but when but when you see like horse and cart and kind of Rome or or wherever it is in that era, and then you're also hearing Kanye West. I just think there's too much of a disconnect. So when you're hearing mm-hmm. when you're hearing like Johnny Cash and you're seeing pirates, there is. Yeah. Again, this it's still like it's not very piratey, is it?
0: No. You know, my one my one thing that I'm happy about with that music choice was that they didn't used the song choice that is the namesake of the film which would have been Dead Men Tell No Tales by Motorhead
1: that, oh mate, if they'd have done like a like a a little plinky plonky acoustic version of it that would have really done your head in because that, that's the other big thing in trailers is getting like a song and then doing like a like a really low key version of it.
0: What do you reckon to Keanu Reeves' facial hair?
1: It's like mine it's a bit patchy
0: yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's really come into its own with the side panels right now. Yeah. Because he's on all the adverts for John Wick and there's a big gap between his side panels and his moustache.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I can't. Mine's very patchy indeed. I can't grow a beard.
0: But the thing is, his is not so much patchy as he just has like a couple of channels where it doesn't grow, but they're yeah. really, really defined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a
1: bit of of housekeeping on uh, Keanu's
0: facial hair. chop panels. Ian, Um, I've got another quiz for you. Do you want to go on? Um, Well, I'm ready. I don't think I've got any of them right yet. Oh, I got the IT one right, didn't I?
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is an Arnie film, and uh, so the parents' guide. People get shot throughout. Usually, there's none to moderate amounts of bloodshed. A few shootings later on in the movie are quite gory, however. There's a few beatings, including broken fingers. So, but here's where it gets really interesting, because this is the sex, sex slash nudity.
0: Okay, I mean, from those first couple of details, there's basically nothing to identify no, an isn't. RNA film from.
1: But but there is, there is going to be now, and you should get it on the first one. If you can't, okay. then you're going to struggle. Okay. In a sauna at the beginning of the movie many men and women are seen naked nothing explicit from the guys butts are seen (laughs) many women Uh, (laughs) butts are seen yep many women are seen topless
0: from behind (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yeah that's the that's going back to that is housekeeping actually because that's going back to the episode where we talked about um, women who are naked But under the (laughs) bedsheet. Yeah. Much later, a girl jumps out of bed
1: naked and eventually gets dressed. Her breasts and butt are seen. (sighs)
0: Oh, dear.
1: There's only one film Uh, that that sort of starts off in a sauna.
0: I haven't seen it for a really long time. But I think, is it maybe um, the Russian
1: one? Which is called?
0: I don't know, (laughs) Cocainum. That's the only thing I can think of him saying in it. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good kind of. Uh I don't know. Those names evading me. You almost said it though. You went. Don't know. <laughs> R- Red heat. Yes. That. I mean, that's the film I was thinking of, but I couldn't think of the name of it. Oh, man, I've done so badly on this. You have. That is the film I was thinking of. Do I get a think point for that? Yeah, <laughs> you can have a think point. I'm gonna.
1: I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more, and then. Uh, I've got one more bit of housekeeping and then and then we're done. Okay. So are you ready? Uh
0: sure. I mean as ready as I have been for the other three, but Okay. Sure.
1: In the first scene, there is a chase scene. So I I mean that's confusing from the start. <clears throat> so it's a scene within a scene. So in the first <laughs> okay. scene, there is a chase scene. During this there are multiple people shot during this chase with little to no blood present. Last action hero? Nope, okay. A man grabs a doctor as a human shield and throws a scalpel at a guard killing him.
0: He then breaks the doctor's neck. That's completely separate to the chase scene.:
1: Yes, they're all every time I do a big pause, it's a new line He's dead the big pause see <laughs> yeah okay um, A woman drops an oozy who falls downstairs and shoots. Several people are shot during this scene.
0: Dr. Scalpel. Yeah. It's got to be Junior. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: fuck's sake. The sixth there,
0: day there is, something.
1: there is a big shootout at the base where the man and woman are being held hostage. That's a big clue. A big amount of people are shot with a little
0: blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, when it's disembodied like this, it's really hard. Okay, well, look, I'm
1: going to give you the last one and you're definitely going to get it now.
0: The villain
1: is killed when he hangs on a jet piloted by the protagonist... True lies. Yeah, who turns the jet sideways, making the villain get stuck on a missile. The protagonist then fires the missile, sending the villain into a helicopter, killing him with a huge explosion.
0: So, you know, when you said chase, I did think of Bill Paxton in a car... But that's not actually the chase scene. I I fucking went through my mind that it was two lies, but then... Well, look, say what you see.
1: Say what you see.
0: Should have been saying rather than trying to see.
1: Look, so here's where... I'm zero for four. So here's where I'm at. Well, it's the end of the competition you've lost. So I just kind of want to go back to food a little bit. I've got two points. One is on smell, the other is on price because we didn't go through price whatsoever. I'm against hot food at the cinema full stop. If it's hot, it's creating a stench and I don't want to have I don't want to have a smelly cinema.
0: I'd quite happily sit and eat, you know, a full KFC in the cinema.
1: Yeah, but you'd have to rent it out. I just, you know, you know like we're talking <coughs> about the mind battles that you have yeah. Like the lights are on, the the screen is... Yeah, yeah, quite, yeah. Uh, a, someone eating something stinky, that for me is, is causing me a distraction. That's doing me a distraction.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So now this brings me on to just a quick opinion. In America, they do have like these dining experience cinemas. So where you get to see like a new release... And also, it's like a restaurant where you sit down at a table and have a three-course meal as well. I just think... Mm, what? That's bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I'm also... I mean, I wasn't leading... I wasn't setting you up for that response, but that that's also my opinion.
0: I mean... People are not that starved of free time that they need to combine completely <laughs> <Yeah>. alternate experiences.
1: <laughs> it's like they can start having like, you can swim and watch this film, and they'll have two big two big cinema screens at either end of the pool, so that when you when you turn around, you can, you're always facing the film. Maybe they can do yeah.
0: that. Yeah, people are encouraged to do uh, underwater swimming. <laughs> Or see how long they can hold their breath under the water.
1: Well, if you're watching Alien 4, then you're going to have to be at least two and a half minutes to keep up with the unrealistic nature of the film. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm dead dead against that. But here, I think my final point for this housekeeping one, we didn't go through it, but I think it's really important. So a lot of cinemas these days, they've got... I think their busiest days now are when they do their two-for-ones. You know, most people now go to the cinema when they can get... a a free ticket and why not it's a good it's a good idea so i think it's always been a little bit of a thing that cinemas make a lot of money off their food but yeah. they they must be making a killing off popcorn because i imagine that they have to claw that back with food so i'm going to see lego batman with the kids so i'm going to take them so for me and the children it's gonna cost thirty-two pounds for the ticket, okay. plus, like, say, like I was to buy everything at the cinema, like a meal, a meal deal or snack deal each for the kids would be five pounds each. So that's like a drink and some popcorn. And then if I yeah. wanted the same but an adult version, it'd be like seven to eight quid. Mm-hmm. So that's like the best part of fifty sheets for a film at a cinema.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could go on a cheap flight to Europe for that maybe not for three people but I'm not sure what
1: the solution is but it seems like most people's solution is piracy <laughs> food <Fruit> piracy? <laughs> no not food piracy, film film piracy, I mean I know, oh. but I mean I'm interested in food piracy <laughs> yeah, I, well maybe is that, I don't know, is that like growing your own food or <laughs>
3: um,
1: making a no, Big Mac out of things that you've
0: Found yourself, or... Yeah, it's like making a really shit knock-off Big Mac. Yeah, knock-off food. Sim- simulated popcorn. So basically just, like, get a bunch of cardboard boxes and rip them up and put them inside another cardboard box. Spray it in butter and popcorn. I mean, that to me... Salt. Like,
1: 50 quid to go and see a film. That's an investment. That's a real... That's Three a lot. Of, yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, to me, that's a that's a game, or it's a you know, a, a wolf run, or something that's going to last a little bit longer, or than ninety minutes. And I, I can't My- justify. And like people complain about the cost of games these days. It's fifty pounds for a game. And like, say for example, you you're gonna buy your Metal Gear or your Skyrim or whatever. You know, you're gonna get like a hundred hours out of that game. Yeah. you're getting 90 minutes out of going to the cinema it's not It's not a good
0: value for money I mean actually games are it's strange because the market leads the pricing on that a little bit because people don't want to play seven, uh, pay 70 or 80 for those but really I think a lot of no. game studios would have been kept in business if they had and now the games industry has gone the way of like massive studios um, or free to play and I think that's i think actually the value proposition of like 100 hours of content is worth about 80 quid yeah but people just see that's way too much money to cough up for one product and the market's not kind of shifted with it i think the value is there but then with with movies like 50 quid for that trip is well mental. no so i mean
1: that's 50 quid for me so for you if you were going to see it on your own it would be like 12 quid for the ticket and let's say you were buying food there, it would be seven, eight quid. So you're looking at like 20 quid. So still yeah, that's... So
0: I, I still reckon, I think I said this on the food episode though, but like I reckon sticking with, because like, if, you, if you just say, I'll bring your own food, then it will bring on the downfall of the cinema yeah. industry because they obviously have the food there for the reason of marking it up and making some money. Yeah. Um, but I would always tend to go with a smaller independent cinema where the excess money will go to, like, okay, a bit of profit, but also, all right, well, what other cool films can we put on? Or, um... Like a Paul, I don't know. Verhoeven, Paul Verhoeven triple bill. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, you've got you got a little bit... Did you go to that? Bit- <laughs> I did not. No. <laughs> um... But I did have two tickets for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of which we probably could have given away in some kind of competition.
0: Yeah, it was uh, all a bit of a... We'll come to that in another episode. Maybe <laughs> we should do a Paul Verhoeven episode and, and recount that battle. But... Um... Yeah, I think like if you if you stick with an independent cinema, then you know that they're at least going to give a bit of an e- effort to project the film properly, yeah. and not mess that stuff up that I've mentioned before, like turning the lights off at the right time or just having like no staff around to actually sort shit out. Yeah, sometimes
1: and- I sometimes what I really want to see in a cinema, like I used to remember like going to the cinema and there would always be someone sat in a chair in the auditorium with the audience. Yeah. And I guess that is a little bit so that nothing kicks off or, you know, nothing too rowdy's happening. It's worse these days because you've got, like, idiots flashing phones and having conversations and throwing M&Ms and stuff. And it doesn't seem to be quite so well, I'd say, policed. And I think when you are, when I am paying 50 quid to go and see a film, there should literally be no, no, like, problems whatsoever. It should be perfect. Yeah. And, like, it's not... And, like, basically, at the start of a a film now, you get that jolly guy, this is at the Odeon anyway, going, hey, everybody, the film's about to start, why don't you go and turn your phones off, finish your conversations, and enjoy the film? But really, what you need is that bit at the start of um, Aquity, Hunger Force, the movie, where the band... Don't stop! Watch! Yeah, basically, you need the audience to feel threatened... Like, you know what, if you spoil this for the people that have paid twenty quid to come and enjoy this film, then you're gonna get hoofed out. Or you're yeah. gonna get or you're gonna get a wet
0: crotch. I or you're gonna um, get a wet
1: crotch and then you're gonna get hoofed out.
0: I think that's the be- better approach, is hoof them out when they're already wet. Like
1: stop being so nice to people at the cinema. Like you've paid hey, you we don't want you to not come back <laughs> But yeah, you've paid but, you but, paid but your do your be twenty quiet. quid everybody's paid the 20 quid, but they can't seem to get it in their head that like, I'm not part of their friendship circle. So I don't need to hear their conversation. I don't want to be, I don't want to hear their director's commentary. I want them to shut up. I don't, if they can't, if they need to ask their mates questions about what's going on in the film, just wait until the end of the film. Because you never know, the film might try and explain a lot of these queries to you as it goes on but then it might not as well, so...
0: Yeah, people that ask questions through movies can get out. Um, yeah, so
1: I just wish cinemas had stopped being so nice to people. Just, you know, fucking threaten them. I you know, think if do- we
0: ran a cinema, if there was a guys-on-film cinema, that's how <laughs> it would intro. It'd be So the script at the start would be like, all right, cunts, let's talk. If you're going to watch this movie and you've paid your money, then you know the person sitting next to you has just done the same. So don't piss them off and don't piss us off because otherwise Hulk Hogan's coming down there. (laughs) Because people want hot burry popcorn and soft drinks.
1: (laughs) And he's going to rip his vest off, yeah, and he's going to pick up one of these steel chairs and he's going to crack you over the head with it.
0: There's gremlins in the auditorium, brother.
1: (laughs) You're kidding me. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, look, anyone who listens to this podcast is going to be a well-behaved cinema goer. But like, I think so. Yeah, I just want people just to s- stop being, stop being assholes at the cinema. Like, yeah. there's very few. I'd say like eight or nine times out of ten that I go to the cinema, there's normally something that pissed me off, and it's normally just to do with, a, <laughs> it's normally to do with another person, another human being that I have to share this experience with. Yeah, they're kicking the back of my chair. They're throwing M and Ms. They've got their phone out because they can't not look at Facebook for five minutes.
0: And has this been the same since you were in Karate Kid Three?
1: Yeah, it's it's just been relentless.
0: The M and Ms and chair kicking has essentially not stopped for about thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's go, it's been going on all the way through this podcast. But I've just I've just come to accept it. Like even when you go to the cinema with Rosie and Eric, they're high fiving the people behind you. <laughs> yeah, kick him <them> harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay cool well i think we've covered too much housekeeping if i'm honest if anyone else has housekeeping that they have from our other episodes so basically if we've ever gotten it wrong and by god have we gotten it wrong many times um you should let us know you could probably invalidate
1: to... you could probably invalidate this whole episode
0: i think so yeah um but let us know on facebook.com forward slash guys on film or on the website guys on film dot uk forward slash contact I think would be the page you want to go to and ping us a note uh, sure. you can ping me a note if you go to at ultra magic you can do that on twitter or instagram but we're also there as guys on film at gof podcast what about you all are you anywhere Bill? Nah, well... No, don't think so. So, uh, next episode, we should probably have a little bit more structure than this.
1: Hey, look, y- y- it seems like there's been no no structure, but, you know, I think, like, why do people listen to podcasts? Because they, they like to structure. hear... Structure. Like, no. They like <laughs> to hear people having a conversation. And I think if, <laughs> if people have got to know us over the last... Twenty-one episodes. You no, know, then I think I think really they'll we'll know
0: that we're the best at unnatural conversation.
1: Yeah, they just want to hear some more unnatural, laboured, unresearched, stilted conversation, and that's what you've well, got. So
0: you've come to the right place.
1: Yeah, but we'll be we'll be back to our regular format next week with a you know with your intro, your segi one, your yeah you the viewer, your life score, and your four X deep dive.
0: So don't worry. Things Great. Will be or grenade Back to normal soon. Okay. Bye.
2: Bye.